For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Isabel Jacobson. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we cover a delay in Princeton's financial aid for students, the 2027 class council elections, a water crisis in Louisiana, and a deadly fire at an Iraqi wedding. It's Thursday, September 28th. Last March, the university announced an expansion of its financial aid program. In addition to full aid for every family making under $100,000, Princeton will also provide additional aid for families making over $100,000. However, some students have been experiencing processing delays with the Office of Financial Aid. I sat down with Luisa Giorgita to learn more. I'm Luisa Giorgita. I'm a staff news writer for The Prince, and I'm on the photo team. What's happening in the Office of Financial Aid? Sort of why are these delays happening and and what's going on there? So ever since the expansion of the financial aid program last fall, there has been an influx in aid applications. And um, according to University Comment, they've had to email families multiple times for document requests. And this has delayed financial aid decisions. So we're seeing students get their aid awards as late as two to three weeks into the start of the school year. So what is the new financial aid policy and why are so many people, you know, scrambling to get more aid? The new financial aid policy states that families with a household income of $100,000 annually or less can receive full financial aid. So students that were not on financial aid last academic year are now scrambling to get on financial aid and have no tuition toward the university. So how is this delay in financial aid impacting students? What are they saying? So students are expressing emotions of anger and frustration because they feel that the university financial aid office should have more staff to accommodate this influx in aid requests, even though the university has specified that they do have enough staff and there's currently positions open. Are there any quotes that stand out from your article? So one student said that they did not receive a notice of a delay, and I quote, they just heard stories from others about how they also hadn't received any aid. You can read more about the financial aid delays at dailyprincetonian.com or at the link in our show notes. In campus news, there are 23 candidates running for Princeton's 2027 class council. The council plans class social events and distributes merchandise. Despite the class of 2027 having 140 fewer students than the class of 2026, nearly twice as many candidates are running for 2027 class council as the 2026 class council. Of the candidates, almost 60% attended public high schools, and about half of them participated in student council before. The majority of candidates aim to prioritize communication with the student body, while others support more social events. Voting will begin for the class of 2027 on Monday, October 2nd at noon. You can read more about the candidates at dailyprincetonian.com. In national news, President Joe Biden is set to send disaster assistance to Louisiana as saltwater creeps into the Mississippi River. This is the second year in a row that saltwater from the Gulf of Mexico has moved farther inland than expected. Usually, the river's strong current is enough to keep ocean water levels from rising too high, but due to abnormally dry conditions this year, salt has accumulated in the river. Drinking water advisories were issued to the southern portion of the state, listing individuals with high blood pressure and kidney disease at highest risk. Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards wrote to Biden earlier this week, stating that the situation was of such, quote-unquote, severity and magnitude that federal assistance was, quote, necessary to save lives. The Department of Homeland Security and the Federal Emergency Assistance Agency will use federal funds to coordinate large-scale relief efforts. 
In international news, nearly 100 people have died and at least 150 were injured in a fire at a wedding in Karakash, in the Nineveh province, Iraq. According to witnesses, the fire was sparked by fireworks at the wedding venue, which were set off as the bride and groom danced. The blaze quickly turned deadly as highly flammable metal and plastic composite panels throughout the banquet hall caught fire, causing the lights to turn out and thus blinding attendees to possible escape routes. Karakash is Iraq's largest Christian town, though its population has been on the decline since it was overtaken by the Sunni Muslim jihadist group, Islamic State. Chaldean Catholic Patriarch Cardinal Louis Rafael Seiko called the fire a, quote, complete and total catastrophe, explaining that the event is, quote, the first time since the invasion of Baghdad that more than 120 Christians lost their lives in a single instant. An accurate death toll is not yet known, with Interior Minister Abdul Amir al-Shamari reporting 94 deaths, while Deputy Governor of Nineveh, Hassan al-Alaq, reported 113 deaths. Yesterday afternoon, hundreds gathered at a local cemetery to mourn 40 of the deceased. Expect clouds today, with a little rain in the evening, with a high of 64 and a low of 58 degrees. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Maya Mukherjee, Sanai Farrell, and me. Sound engineered by Vitus LaRue, and produced under the 147th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Isabel Jacobson. Have a wonderful day.